0: A few weeks ago, we celebrated a Lepidoptera release at our house. Pastors Lynn and Pastor Eric came with his family. Our girls helped his boys, Henry and Theo, take these little creatures from their makeshift home and release them into the sky. In the weeks leading up to Easter, these worms formed crystallites in Lynn's office, and they became liquid inside these crystallites, and they were metamorphosed into these magnificent winged creatures, We looked at them up close, and we could see, we could watch the proboscis, the proboscis, as that tiny proboscis, no larger than a strand of hair sipped on the sugar water that Emma had put in their home for them. And these little hands reached in and pulled out these butterflies and let them loose and watched them fly into the sky. Butterflies are all around us, as is the magnificence of God's creation. Butterflies are not only beautiful, they bring forth new life as they pollinate the trees and the flowers, they are God's magnificent, immeasurable love at work all around us. If we can see with the eyes of our heart enlightened. So today is Ascension Sunday, and we have this odd story. Or Ascension Sunday is not one of those that we get greeting cards for. It is this odd story that has to resolve what happens with the resurrected Christ who's walking around on earth and wandering through walls and meeting with the disciples on the shore and cooking breakfast. But now his time, even as the resurrected Christ, somehow is done. And our gospel writers have to get him back up to heaven. And so, the Acts of the Apostles tell us that as Jesus is going up into heaven, he's saying to his disciples, you will be my witnesses. You will be those who show the world God's love, that you have known in me, that immeasurable love. You will be my witnesses on earth. Well, they just stand there watching Jesus float up into the sky when angels appear among them right on the ground and say, What are you doing staring up into the sky? Get on with it. Go. Be Christ's witnesses. Ever since we have this story of Jesus being lifted up into the sky, so too have we tried to be lifted up into the sky. The ancient Greeks believed that at the time of death, a person's soul was released as a butterfly. And we think about that gospel hymn, and Julie's going to help me out, maybe, when I find the key, or the choir will. Bright day, when this life is over. I'll fly away to that home on God's celestial shores. church has become a kind of metaphorical elevator to get us from down here on earth, up there to God in heaven. But while we are busy looking up, God is busy all around us. Why are you looking up? It's time to refocus on what is here and what is now. Christ is here and now. And everywhere. Don't just look up. But it is often hard to see Christ in the here and now. I like to turn on the radio when I'm getting ready for work. So I feel connected to the world and what's going on. And yet every morning, the first words I hear to open my day are of tragedy and sadness. And when I come downstairs, I see the newspaper on the kitchen table and I pray that the picture on the cover will not be too horrible. And yet so often it is. And by the time I leave for work, I've been assaulted by car bombings, metro breakdowns, earthquakes, forest fires, and I am sure that I have the Zika virus. In the midst of all of this, the prayer from the epistle to the Ephesians swirls around us from 2,000 years ago. And the writer of the letter says, do you not know? Do you not know what God has given you? God speaks through this letter to us as if we are little children playing with a ming vase. Or with the universe. Do you not know what you have? The riches of this glorious inheritance. Of the church? This 2,000 year old history that comes from this 3,000 year old tradition of people of faith being honed through history. Do you not know the power of God to bring forth new life in you? Now, whether or not the Apostle Paul or one of his disciples wrote this, It is written from the experience of one who knew hardship, calamities, imprisonment, riots, labors, sleepless nights, and hunger. The one who experienced all these things prays for us. That the eyes of our hearts may be enlightened so that we may know power of God at work in us. So on Friday, I was getting ready to eat my lunch when I got a text message, an alert from Montgomery County, showing a person of interest and asking everyone to be on the lookout for a silver car with Pennsylvania plates. Soon after that, my cell phone rang, and it was a recorded message from Montgomery County Schools saying that the schools were going on shelter in place. It was then that I learned that the police were searching for an active shooter. At the same time, I had arranged a phone conversation with a man who is to be our guest at the open forum in two weeks. The man's name is Colin Goddard. He was one of the students who survived the shooting at Virginia Tech in 2007. So there I am on the phone with this man who didn't just survive, but has risen up and took on a life. of preserving life. He is one of the most foremost national advocates for gun violence prevention in the United States. He works to change laws and make communities safer. There was this moment where I could hear the Apostle Paul saying, do you know what kind of hope you have right here? Can you see the resurrection at work even now? A week ago, tonight, I was at a birthday party. And the party was given by one of our church families for the mother of of the Syrian refugee family we are resettling. And at this party, there were at least two people who had been refugees. And we were people from Germany and Vietnam, Indiana, Missouri, Lebanon. We were Christian. We were Muslim. From Syria. There were older adults and a swarm of little children. And at one point, our hostess brought out a Mexican piñata because it would not be an authentic American birthday party unless we had a Mexican piñata. And so the kids were blindfolded and spun around and they all took a whack at the piñata from Syria and Lebanon and Vietnam and Indiana and Missouri and Long Island. And when the candy finally spilled out on the ground, it was sacred ground, for that right there was heaven. This is the kingdom of God, the world as God intends, children celebrating playing together in this wonderful new life, the life of the risen Christ, heaven, on earth, on the ground, before us. The love of God can be difficult to see because the world puts before us a lens of tragedy, a lens that distorts our vision and clouds the eyes of our hearts. But this is not our fate. The prayer swirls around us, a prayer giving thanks for the love that is shown in this place through all of the ministries here, and the friendships, and the flowers given, and the birthday cake, and the shawls knitted, and the choir song all of that God give thanks for and this is a prayer that we may grow in faith and begin to see the world through a different lens, the lens of hope that is shaped by the power of God's immeasurable love that is the same love that raised Christ from the dead. It is through this lens that we see the miraculous work of God's Spirit in the peace that comes upon a man who has lost most of his memory. And yet, when you say the Lord's Prayer with him, He joins in and knows every word and says it with conviction and strength. We can see it in the teacher who can truly reach that child. No one else can. And we can see it in the doctor who brings relief for pain and brings healing. On this Ascension Sunday, we need to remember that Jesus did not ascend to heaven to be far away and removed from us, nor does God or Jesus stay remotely away. But so the power of resurrection love can be everywhere. It is as if God's love explodes and is like the sun. We don't seek to go to the sun. We seek to bask in the sun's light as it shines upon the earth. The full meaning of the ascension is that God is all in all and we are full with the, filled, with the fullness of the one who fills all in all. We need not be a people who stand and look at the heavens. For we have been empowered to be Christ's witnesses, to witness, to resurrection love, immeasurable love, and glorious inheritance. Right here, right now, may we have the eyes of our hearts truly enlightened, that we may know this hope and see all that we have been given. Amen.